This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Celtics right now, they're showing up to the arena in a cute and sassy style of play. Right, they got their Versace robes on and Versace <laughs> slippers and Gucci slippers with their Louis Vuitton swimming trunks. They couldn't guard a senior citizen at recess in a nursing home. The Clippers had a sweet potato pie and a bottle of water to give them on their way out the front door. If you take Kyrie Irving's brain and put it in a bird right now, guess what that bird is going to do? It's going to fly backwards. One of our favorites joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. ESPN NBA, NBA analyst, former Boston Celtic Kendrick Perkins. Catch Perk across ESPN's NBA programming, including Get Up, First Take, and The Jump. Good morning, Perk. How are you? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We're doing Good. great, thanks. How you doing? Man, I can't complain. I'm doing well, man. Basketball back on. I'm on the show with my guys. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. Start my morning off right. So let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets for a moment. Now that they've got mm-hmm. Kevin Durant and James Harden and theoretically Kyrie Irving, is that the best trio in basketball right now? Well, well, I wouldn't just jump the gun and say that, but they could possibly be the best offensive of they could possibly have they could possibly be the best offensive firepower we ever seen in league history. Like they you you know, you talk about Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scores, if not the greatest score of all time in my opinion. James Harden right up under there, one of the most prolific scores. And then when you look at Kyrie Irving, one of the most skilled players to ever play the game of basketball on the offensive end. So they they have the offensive power, but I wouldn't say that they're the best trio of all time because none of them really playing defense like that. Well, I give KD a little a little edge because he has been locked in defensively over the last five years. And Perk, when you were playing with Pierce and Garnett and Allen, those guys all gave up sort of the individual stats when they played together. You know, they all took far fewer shots that first year together than they were used to in their Hall of Fame careers. These guys here, like, is there going to be enough shots? I, I know they score a lot of points. But is there enough shots, or is one of those guys going to have to sacrifice for the betterment of the team? And if so, can, will they do that? Well, they need to do that, and that's the key word is sacrifice. But guess what? Kyrie Irving is not sacrificing anything, and we saw that last game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. He came back after being off for, for almost 10 days and came back and took almost 30 shots. Now, look. He was he was on fire and he had thirty seven points and I get that. But in order to win a championship, it's just not the big three that's gonna have to contribute. You know, the Brooklyn Nets paid Joe Harris seventy two million dollars, not to play defense, but to be a sniper. So they need to make sure that Joe Harris have his confidence all throughout the season going into the playoffs. 
the same as Jeff Green. They had 10 points from the bench. You can't win that way. And you can't expect other guys like the role players to feel involved and say, you know what, we're just going to play defense without getting touches. I strongly believe that James, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant should all shoot under 20 shots a game, and they just have to pick their efficiency up. Perk, I got a million Celtics questions I want to ask you and some other NBA-related fare. But one last thing on one last thing on Kyrie. Do you see? I I see him, and I I can see there's just so much going on in that head of his all the time. And I think Celtics fans are always going to be perplexed by him because he tells us he wants to resign and stay, and then he leaves, and now he's in Brooklyn, and he takes games off, and he's burning herbs, not that kind, in the in the arena before the game. Do you think he's ever going to be happy? I don't. I don't. And, and, and the sad part about it is is that you never know what Kyrie is thinking. I don't even know if the Brooklyn Nets know what's going on through Kyrie's mind. And I think that James Harden deal, a lot of people was like, oh, they adding firepower, they're getting James Harden. That's going to be the best trio. I thought the Brooklyn Nets got James Harden for an insurance policy because they don't know what's going on with Kyrie. If it's this early in the season and a guy just walks away from the team and says he needs a break without telling anyone, without really giving an explanation. And and you never know what he's thinking. You don't know what he'll do down the line. Hell, they might be in the first round of the playoffs and he might need another break. So I think that with the Brooklyn Nets getting James Harden was the insurance policy to say, you know what, we don't know what's going on with Kyrie. We We can't figure it out. No one knows. So we got to make sure that we have our ducks in a row because our main priority is Kevin Durant. So we got to make sure that we're going to be able to keep him long term. So let's get James Harden now because they gave up some valuable pieces to get James Harden along with a lot of great assets as far as those first round picks. We're talking to NBA analyst, former Boston Celtic Kendrick Perkins, assuming everybody's available. And that means from the Celtics' perspective, Jason Tatum is back and playing and all that. Everybody's available. Where do you have the Celtics in the NBA Eastern Conference? Oh, top three in the East, if not number one. The Celtics roster, the way that it's constructed, they could beat anybody in the Eastern Conference when healthy. And I mean anybody. That includes the Bucks. That includes the Heat, the 76ers, and the Brooklyn Nets. Look, the Celtics have a top three duo on their team in Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. These guys are, are incredible, both averaging over 25 points a game. You know, both of these guys are two-way players. Jalen Brown Lee has been tremendous. And then you add a Kimba Walker, who, by the way, looks tr- who looks healthy right now, right? That first half of the Philly game, he was on fire. And then the role players, Daniel Tice, Tristan Thompson, Rob Williams, P. Rabbit, Peyton Pritchard coming in off the bench. And, and look, the Celtics roster, even with Jeff T, they have enough depth to actually come out of the Eastern Conference this year, coached by Brad Stevens. What do you think, Perk, as far as if they get matched up with a Bam Adebayo again or a Joel Embiid, and this time, you know, Ben Simmons is healthy? I just wonder, you know, with their big men, I know the addition of Tristan Thompson, and he has experience going up against some of those guys uh, with his days in the East, but is that an area that they need to add, or do you think they're good up front? Well, they'll be okay because one thing about it is that Brad knows how to make adjustments. 
And then, you know, Tristan Thompson, he's battle-tested. We're talking about the NBA champion, uh, a guy that takes a lot of pride in what he brings to the table. And I guarantee you, you will see a, a different Tristan Thompson tonight against Joel Embiid. And I, I think the Celtics will do a better job of mixing it up. One thing you have to know about Joel Embiid over the past, right, he'll give you a 40-point game, and then all of a sudden he'll give you a 15-point game. So we all have yet to see Joel Embiid be consistent like that and dominate a game. But, look, I, I still got full faith in Tristan Thompson. I got full faith in Daniel Tice. I got full faith in Rob Williams. Those three guys collectively. And Big Taco Falls. Look, people <laughs> need to start giving Big Taco Falls some respect, all right? He's the game changer. So when I'm looking at the depth of the the depth of the bigs for the Celtics, they'll be okay if they have to face Joel and B or Bam out of the fight. I about leapt out of my seat last Friday night when Taco Fall hit that two that could have been a three, and I think yeah. I've watched it every day to put a yeah. smile on my face, Perk. Yeah. That was Big, what's up. You you see Big Taco? Big Taco be working on this game. He's like, <laughs> look, I'm not limited. I'm a skilled big. That's what he's showing. <laughs> Uh, so uh two two part question here one um how impressed are you to date with uh the artist known now affectionately as p rabbit uh pritchard and what he's brought to the celtics and as they continue this season like in the 0708 season you guys made some key additions including the likes of pj brown who i think really helped take that championship team over the top what do you think this team is going to need to add I know the season's young, but what do you think they'll need to add for that it factor or that toughness to make a championship run? Well, well I'll tell you what. You know, uh, Peyton Pritchard, P. Rabbit, was a sleeper of mine in this year's draft. And I'm glad uh, Danny and I have the same brain type. We actually do with this. This is facts. I'm serious about this, right? We had a brain doctor come in when I was with the Celtics, and Danny and our brain type is alike. So he knew what he was getting out of Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard is battle-tested, and when I say battle-tested, you don't score 2,000 points in college and you're not battle-tested. When you watch this kid at Oregon, all in the big moments, he stepped up and rose to the occasion. So I knew he was going to come in and have an immediate impact in the NBA because he's relentless. I've been more impressed by his playmaking ability and the way that he, he gets after of it on the defensive end. He has a tenacity about himself that I love. But when you talk about what could be added to the Celtics, I tweeted this last night that the Pelicans need a – it's time for them to let go of J.J. Reddick. He deserves to be on the contender. Guess what? That contender might be the Celtics. Now, you might have to give up some bench players or maybe one young guy or something. You know, it might be a three-team trade or whatever the case may be. Or maybe maybe they work out a buyout. But if you could land a J.J. Reddick, a guy that you know could come in and just knock down shots, face the floor, that would be huge. A veteran guy that has been to the finals before, that is battle-tested in the playoffs, that is going to not break up your chemistry, that is actually a true leader, oh, that would be huge for the Celtics. Perk, if you're Marcus Smart, are you one of the guys who should be talking about Joel Embiid and other players selling calls in the NBA. Marcus freaking smart's going to talk about players selling calls. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? I'm not even mad at smart because, you know, listen, we all know that Marcus smart draws fouls. They, you know, he got a history of flopping and all that, but he brings that toughness. 
And you know what I like about him? I like that he called it out in the media and called Joel out because I'm tired of the friendly stuff in the NBA anyway. I want to see a little beat. There's nothing wrong with a little lip boxing here and there to get the animosity going and get us ready for the game tonight. Because you know what? I know one thing. The Celtics are going to be fired up tonight. They're going to play with a certain edge, and it's going to be a feisty game. And I know everybody on this call right now is going to be watching it front and center. You think the Sixers are uh, a lot better this year uh, with the additions of Seth Curry and Danny Green and moving on from Horford and uh, Josh Richardson and, and obviously the addition of uh, you know Doc Rivers? They they are better. They're a lot better, and you can see it. You know, one thing, Joel Embiid is playing the best season of his career, in my opinion. And I knew that was going to happen because of Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is letting Joel Embiid be who he is. And that's not a guy that just posts up on the low block. You see him getting into his offensive package in a variety of ways. That's one thing. Secondly, great job by Daryl Morey getting spaces. Guys mm-hmm. like Seth Curry, who I believe is just not a shooter, but he's also an underrated playmaker. He also plays with an edge, and he also is able to create for himself. So he's not just a guy that could just spot up. Danny Green, veteran leader, three-time NBA champion, you know, bringing that that leadership. And also he's been knocking down shots. But you look at the wing players, right? Ben Simmons, he's, his impact is on the defensive end, and he's bought into that role, and it seems like he's okay with it. Tobias Harris, his, the last time Tobias Harris played this well was with the Clippers under Doc Rivers. So I knew he was going to have one of his best seasons of his career, which he's doing right now. He knows his role, and he's flourishing well in it. But Shake Milton, all right, that's the yeah. problem. This kid coming in off the bench, he's possibly up for six-man of the year. I mean, he is a walking bucket he is that spark that they need off the bench along with that, the White Howard. So I'm looking at the 76ers, and my top three teams in the East are the Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Philadelphia 76ers in no particular order. I think any three of those teams are coming out of the Eastern Conference. Perk, I'm dying to know what you thought of the way Shaq handled his interview last night with Donovan Mitchell. Are you a fan of that tough love style? The fact that he told him he didn't have what it takes. And then, you know, Mitchell's response was like, all right, I'll show, I'll prove you wrong. And then Shaq tells him like, I did that on purpose just to try to get the best out of you. Like, what do you, what do you think of that approach? I I actually like it. And, and see, some people think like took it as a way of Shaq just, you know, criticizing young players or whatever the case may be. I took it as, Shaq is actually challenging him to elevate his game even more. And I like that out of Shaq. He's he's saying, you know what? Hey, you're one of my favorite players. I don't think you have I don't think you have have what it takes to to take this team to the next level. So he's challenging Donovan. He's telling him, look, you're one of my favorites. I want you to elevate your game. I love your game, brother. So what that's telling me is is Shaq saying you know what, let me see where his mind is. Let me see where his heart is. Because you don't know what Shaq could have told Kobe back in the day in the locker room. Shaq could have said, I want to see if you can elevate your game. And Kobe was like, I'm going to show you. You know, and that's what Shaq was doing. I think people are really blowing this out of proportion, trying to make it like Shaq was downplaying it or 
maybe even trying to talk down on Donovan Mitchell, and I didn't see it that way. I just see it as Shaq just trying to get the best out of Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion, and make him elevate his game. I meant what I said. One of my favorite guests, uh, whenever he joins the Dale and Keefe show, Kendrick Perkins, NBA analyst, former Celtic Perk. We really appreciate the time. Hey, anytime, my brothers. Bring me on anytime. Y'all know how I feel, right? All right, All right. cool. Love it. We'll see you. Love it. Thank you, Thanks, Perk. Perk.